This week on the BAMCast, Blame Canada. One rock, we rule. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 109. Oh, 109. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we uh, we trust our heart and not our eyes as we watch a bad movie. Uh, all right. <laughs> and then we come in here and talk about it for about 30, 45 minutes. Not this week. And <laughs> sometimes. We get super animated. We do. We do. Oh. And uh, we got to rate the, the movie. It gets a one to five jocks if it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after robot jocks, or it gets one to five bags and a negative sense as a douchebags after Twilight. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah. before we dive into uh, Black Exploitation History Month, we decided to break ground on a type of movie that we have not done in 109 episodes, and that's an animated movie. Mm. Yeah. Yay! So what a good animation. Idea. I think we talked about this a little while back that we did. We, we got this in a prize pack mm-hmm. from Unearthed Films from a mm-hmm. convention. Thanks, guys. Yada yeah. yada. But uh, we decided to do 1983's Rock and Rule, a kind of clearly heavy metal ripoff mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Also made by Canadians. Also made by Canadians. <laughs> Those mm-hmm. crazy Canadians. So plot summary, and then Summarize let's talk plot. about this thing. Angel, a member of a punk rock band in the apocalyptic future, is kidnapped by Mock, a legendary super rocker. Obsessed with a dark experiment, Mock plans to use Angel's voice to summon a demon from another dimension. The rest of the band follows Mock to nuke York in an attempt to get her back. Yep. So That is what happens in this movie. Mostly, yes. I think. Yes, as, yeah. as the opening title crawl says, uh, it is post-apocalyptic, and dogs, cats, and rats have survived but mm-hmm. then they also birds. well yes but i mean like they they are the ones that have anthropomorphized into walking talking rock and rolling mm-hmm. animals yes, yes. Wow. but there are still like Dog. rats Rock. and dogs yep. yes yes that did not evolve no and birds some birds, birds. and birds there are no birds that evolved apparently no no, no there, there were no. some pigeons or something but yeah that was about it yeah Anyway, so yeah, segment. But yeah, if you watch like Ridley Scott, you know birds are pretty much the first thing to go, and because they're they're very weak on the right. evolutionary scale, they would be gone in a post-apocalyptic world. But whatever, not in this world. No, no, of course not. No, they're fine. The power yeah. of rock saved them. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> birds rule. Ah, so well, like, this is this is nineteen eighty three. It's two years after heavy metal. Uh-huh. We very obviously saw that, and we're like, yeah, let's have a nonsensical <laughs> movie that features a lot of music from pop acts of. The late seventies, yeah, but like, I mean, all right, okay. At least heavy metal, with the exception of Devo showing up in the soundtrack. Hey, uh, no, I'm just saying it was it was all heavy metal music. <laughs> sure, right. That was the idea. Devo yeah. was like the, the variation where it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. we'll throw Devo in there. Well, well, this one because why not? This one gets Cheap Trick, mm-hmm. Iggy Pop, mm-hmm. uh, Debbie Harry yes. playing mm-hmm. the Devo role <laughs> in the yeah. new wave representation mm-hmm. but then you also throw lou in reed. some yeah lou reed and also but then also throw in some earth wind and fire for one song why not S- yeah so yeah it kind of bounces over the musical well, t- spectrum a little bit this more. actually they started working on this in 1979 
Also, Earth, Wind, and Fire was still relevant then. Yeah, so okay. it took that long to finish all hey, the animation in it. Earth, Wind, and Fire have always been relevant. Okay, whatever. The band, maybe not as much. Right. How did it take them that long to do a sh- that shitty of an animation job? It was just one yeah. guy <laughs> by hand. Was that it- dude was painting all those backgrounds. Every frame, he had to repaint it. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> and, and I guess... cells, man. They mm, just... They just went it. for it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say right off the bat, I like... I like the look of this movie. I like the Some of it. the attempted animation, like the the hand drawn like single frame look. I think is kind of interesting. It's mm-hmm. it's not quite Don Bluth, and it's a little bit more refined than most of the animation in heavy metal. But the actual animation, it's like they didn't draw enough frames per or enough cells per frame. It's very slow. It's yeah. it's it's weird. It's like they were like, ah, fuck it, we can get by with like fourteen frames yeah. <laughs> or something because. It's, it's slow kind of, and choppy and almost to the point where the actors probably had to slow down their dialogue. Yeah. Kind of, but yeah, it's just you it's, can't hear their dialogue half the yeah, time, so yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just it's very herky jerky as far as an actual animation, it's not very good. Like I said, I like the the attempted look. Like if I saw a concept art on this and the kind of heard the plot, I'd be like it it has okay. a, it has yeah, a there's some pretty look. sweet crazy detail on yeah, a lot of yeah. the characters like Mock is super detailed right. and some of the uh, some of the bulldog bodyguard guys that are on roller skates they yeah. are also a lot of facial detail and yeah. a lot of yeah I could just I, I could see the concept art and go like okay it's like kind of like a Disney movie but a little bit more adult and kind of have a some dragon's lair. Yeah, kind of yeah, kind of got a little Don Bluth darkness to it. It mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of those laserdisc games that came out after Dragon's Lair that were obviously cheaper. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it it just sort of looked like that, like you were just sort of watching this movie waiting for a prompt to move left or yeah. something, <laughs> you know. Part of the screen flash. Yeah, exactly. Pick up the guitar. <laughs> the action button. <laughs> Oh, you died. Yeah. Again. Put another 50 cents. Yes. You should trust your heart and not your eyes. Oh. <laughs> One of the... <laughs> One of the problems I had with, with the animation, there was one scene in particular where they're climbing out of this atrocious quasi-future car thing, and it's it's a far shot. It's far. Camera's far away. I don't know what you call it. Um, mm-hmm. And... <laughs> I don't know movie things. Long shot. Long shot. Sure, long shot. <laughs> movie things. And just about every half second, the car moves. But not like they're getting out of the car. It just right. moves in space. Just moves into a different space. Like, you know, maybe maybe a quarter of an inch or mm. half an inch. It just keeps moving in they space. They couldn't hold that still frame still while they move the other animation cells around I it. Think, I think they actually just kept drawing it over and over because it changed a <laughs> yeah. little bit. It, it, God, they were just really drunk, and that car looked like that, the ambiguously gay duo's car, by the way, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and and stuff like that happened a lot in this movie, where stuff just kind of moved on its own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the history of animation, a lot of it is based on that. I mean, there is a lot of animation that is like super detailed background, and then the characters move mm-hmm. a little bit, like their arms move. It's the cheap way of getting around yeah. animating the whole damn thing every time. But well, when it started, well, no, I mean, it just, was, like, yeah. just the car, the car yeah, was know, the only know, thing that, like, yeah. yeah, like he was saying, yeah. it's like the, the car should have been like part of the keyframe or something, but they either were redrawing it or they just literally couldn't keep the keyframe still right. while they were flipping something the animation like on yeah. something else. So it, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because like the original, the, the way the movie opens is it's over a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. So it's all background animation uh-huh. with flashes of lightning, but then they flash the whole screen 
and eventually ruin, ruin it because it goes on for way too long with the credits and, and it's it giving us fucking eyes. seizures yeah. Yeah. by the end of it because the flashes are just screen filling white. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like my eyes hurt by the time that finished and they were <laughs> yeah. finally ready to play their song and they're sitting yeah. in the club. Like yeah. a, a couple times that was kind of cool. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's stark. And then it just, ow, ow, stop, ow, ow, mm-hmm. fucking stop this movie. <laughs> Which happens later, too. Yes. Yeah, there's a strobe light scene where it's uh, just like, when they're stop. Le- when they're leaving this, oh, when they leave the, the club where they club, actually yeah. hear yeah. Earth, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Fire song, and it's disco hell. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the animation is unique enough, especially today, considering everything looks exactly the same and clean and... So it it's kind of interesting in that way that it looks so stark and different. I kind of miss that griminess, yeah. To be honest, but like the stuff BJ's complaining about, I kind of miss that because everything's so fucking polished now. Yeah, I, I mean, just, even like even cartoons on TV that are shipped out to Korea or whatever to be finished, right? Aren't this rough? Well, that's because there basically is no hand animation done anymore. Yeah. Period. No, I mean, nowhere. like anything. I, I mean, don't mind a little a little the you know hand animation charm as it were, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. And if you look at something like uh, Disney's animated Robin Hood, mm-hmm. 1973s, eight years, I guess, earlier, or actually six years earlier than when they started working on this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just hand animation. They, you know, professional folks doing this shit. It looks good. Yeah. This. Well, Disney also had 50 years doesn't. prior. Of yeah. Experience. And that's the thing. If you were any good in the animation field, you were working for Disney. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. especially in that time. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. So. Nowadays, there's a few more choices. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, you went to Canada. And yeah. You worked on Rock and <laughs> yeah. Roll. I, I guess so. You dodged <laughs> but, the draft and worked on Rock and Roll. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, as you could probably tell, we're not really going to try to recap the plot because it's kind of, mm. it's kind of nonsensical in, in, a, in a way. I mean, it's what, what I you, read is pretty much that's the plot start to finish. Yeah. It's just a lot of slow getting to that. Well, I mean, we can talk about the basics. It's I mean, the, a lot of following assholes. Yeah. Like, well, all these characters are assholes. The main, the main characters are the band. There right. is a band. Yeah. It's Omar. It's um, Angel. Angel, which I, how I could forget that name because they say Angel. each other's names Angel. about a thousand times. Yeah. Omar. Then there's Stretch. And then what was the fat guy's name? Manny, Minnie, fat, fat. something like that. Anyway. Glasses fat guy. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> fat bastard. Big rat. Yes. Dizzy. Diz- Dizzy. Dizzy. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Voice so, by Dan Hennessy. Yeah, I just wanted to say Hensley. Hensley. So mm-hmm. they're the main characters of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. They're like an up and coming band. They show that they kind of have two people that want to be the lead singer, Angel and Omar, who are a couple basically, are also fighting to be the lead singer of the band with com- two completely different styles. I mean, mm-hmm. he comes out and does a crazy like a fucking cheap trick, cheap song. trick song, yeah. and then she comes out and does it. I mean, it's Debbie Harry. Blondie. It's a fucking Blondie yeah. song, totally different. And the backup band is like, yeah, we can play whatever, sure. Well, yeah, well, I remember her starting her song because what happens is he's, they established very early on that he's just a narcissistic asshole because mm-hmm. she's like, well, we're going to play my song second. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, babe. Right, yeah. yeah, we're going to do that. Sure. She's like, okay. So, then, of course, he tries, they cut off his song, start to play her, start, he starts to play a second one and she's like, fuck you, and plays her guitar louder than him. Right. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, they're in the same band? Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like the starkest contrast you could possibly have because he's like wailing away on the guitar and then all of a sudden it's all like Blondie, yeah, at, their Blondie di- at their new wave disco-ish. Yeah, right. And he immediately leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's yeah. Like, he, li- he literally storms off stage. Yeah. Well, sitting in the because audience. Because she's is, singing too well. Yeah, sitting in this audience is, is Mock, who we never see 
in the beginning of the movie. You just see his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it starts with him. God, like I wish they had kept it that way. Yeah, he sits in the car. Like you know, he's riding in the car. It's a long, establishing shot of him riding into town to, I guess, scout talent or whatever. And you well, never he, never see him. He's yeah. He's looking for this voice that will yeah. activate the demon. Sure, summon the demon. Yeah. Summon the demon. Because basically, and his computer made him a ring. Yeah, he's because his computer liked him. His last like concert didn't sell out, so he's decided it is time to destroy the world. <laughs> his album sales are dipping. <laughs> right. So he's found a way to bring a thing in from another dimension to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. And yes, he still the goes. Cthulhu yeah, thing. and then he goes through the process of having another concert. It's like, hey, all these people came out to see me. Now I'm gonna fuck them up by bringing this yeah. demon out. And the all the fans th- that I have left, I'm going to kill. Yeah, why not? And the weird thing is, is that this whole movie builds to this concert, and then the concert happens in between, like a fade out. It's like the the main event that they were building to doesn't happen on screen. Mm-hmm. We only hear about the aftermath of it, and that's weird. But then, like, that also failed, so... Yeah, the, yeah, the first one, it's just all we see is the poster. Yeah. And there's a trippy LSD sequence. And then there's, like, a news report. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. It's like, yeah, well, there's a the, lot of... Which is actually pretty cool. Like, there's the a lot of weird inter, inter, interstitial stuff in this movie, though. I yeah, mean, there's that, animation that, within animation. And, yeah, uh, it's bizarre. Yeah, but it, to me, it was interesting that they actually did the TV scan lines over oh, it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. wonder if, yeah. like... Well, they just if, filmed a screen. Yeah, but still, <laughs> it looked... Pretty cool sure. the way they did it. Yeah, I guess. And actually Fine. made the animation look better. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. a brief moment. But no, it's it's kind of Yeah, I mean it's but it's loosely strung together, but I mean they don't even integrate the songs well no. into the, no, they just of kind the of movie. Fall into the movie. Because it's, that that mock song, that poorly thought out, jotted down on a cocktail uh, napkin oh, mock song, song. Oh, yeah. should have introduced that character, not yeah. introduced the third act of that character. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a weird blackout or something for him. I think right. it was yeah, supposed to be in dream. his head. Yeah. yeah. And he, he dreams about himself yeah. singing a song called I Am Mock. He should I have had mock. that dream first. I like, Am Mock, thanks a lot. Yeah. I Am Mock, I like the rock. Yeah. yeah. No, does he even say that? Yeah, yeah they want to rhyme with rock. Well, then, but then they don't even like stick with that rhyme. No. They actually try to go like rhyme that and thought and right yeah, it's like these things don't actually i am mock i, I mean, had a like, thought lou, Re- lou reed wrote this <laughs> on the toilet yeah like yeah. Just 20 sh- minutes before he got the to the song. studio because he's like, oh, go take a match whatever canada whatever <laughs> and then he just showed up like sing a song about this guy mock all right <laughs> whatever uh mock yeah. likes to take a walk on the wild side <laughs> uh, lisa said she likes mock <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Nico. Does that work? Off. Yeah. <laughs> Always hated that cunt. You know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah. So I mean, the, Mock invites the band to come to his castle, really castle just Mach. to kidnap Angel because she, he doesn't care about the other people. No, mm-hmm. he just needs her. And then he, there's a weird sequence where he basically drugs the band by handing them these little Edison balls. Edison balls, which. Mm-hmm. Make them trip the fuck out. I don't know what an Edison ball is, but I want to get my hands on one. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if the side effects are worth it. Having one would have made the movie bearable. Yes, sure. exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would make me forget about this movie. But then, then it goes in this whole weird thing where it's like he doesn't even really attempt to woo or. 
He's yeah. just straight out. He does scary. for like yeah. two minutes. Well, he's like, he's like, hey, you know, I, Hello, I can make you a big star, and then it's like bear. he starts disappearing and reappearing in a in a butterfly. And he, well, and he, he, he does some that, sort of magic show. He insists yeah. that she can't bring her band. Right. It has to be her alone right. to come with him. She's like, no, my band. I need to have them with me. He's but, like, no. But like in a minute, he goes from like, you know, you should you should come with me and I'll make you a big star to like he starts doing magic and fucking with her, and she's like, he's no, all Beauty and the Beast. No. And get in here. Yeah. And so, yeah, he Built as he the drugs the band, he kicks them out, basically inflates this airship thing that was his house, and flies out of there with Angel to That's New That's a convoluted York, New sequence of opening some vagina door to <laughs> yeah, inflating this thing. And, they, and, yeah. and he has the um, he has his flunkies, oh, yeah. his roller skating bulldog flunkies, sure. try to <laughs> murder the band by yeah. shoving their car down the hill. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we I wanted to point out, because... They make mention that they're the something something roller skating brothers, mm-hmm. and yes. they're these giant bulldog, you know, bodyguards. One's really stupid. One's kind of evil with Sleazy a scar. Sleazy zip and toad. Yeah, and the other one's kind of just messy. I guess. Like, sure. That's just his thing. Like he's just disheveled all yeah. the time. It's yeah, the but, odd couple plus one. But I but the they, first time you see one of them, I just want to point out, like when you're in the club and you still haven't actually seen Mock, you've only seen his eyes. The dude is wearing like an SS jacket mm-hmm. by Hugo Boss, <laughs> and then like he's still wearing the, like the pink roller skates because mm-hmm. like it kind of it goes down. And you're like, is yeah. that like a Nazi bulldog? And mm-hmm. then it goes down. And oh, he's yeah. wearing like pink roller skates, mm-hmm. and I'm like, sure, okay, yeah. So that's where we're going with this. But then it yeah, never shows back up. They just no, they... And commenting on their voices, atrocious. It's like it's like the direction they gave to every voice actor was it's not zany enough. So be more anytime re- they be all more retarded and zany. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anytime it like everyone was on level fifteen. Yeah. Pretty of much five. Anytime after nineteen thirty is not acceptable to have a character that talks like and says like moitering. Yeah. That is not acceptable. Like do do not do that retarded yeah. New York accent. Well, thing. well, I mean, they also get into all, uh, uh, an almost Three Stooges. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. Where the three of them were together, that luckily goes on it, it far too long. Yeah, but it doesn't ever happen again, which is good. Yeah, but still. But that's that's the main thing is is they're played as complete idiots that are zany, annoying. So are the the two bandmates, the right. the yeah. drummer and I don't even remember the. I guess the other guy was the bassist. Yeah, or there are lots of but zany, stupid characters. It's in this. weird in that it really it becomes one of those movies where we say they don't know what tone they're going for and they don't know what audience they're going for. Because it's like childish five year old haha fu- funny humor, and yet there's like mocks summoning demons and weird ass shits happening. Yeah, and there's hints of rape, and I mean they go in that cl- in nightclub, the club, which is just drugs everywhere yeah, and, and tits and yeah, like nipples sticking out. <laughs> of Yeah, and, and just caught like faces buried in tits, and there's that like the one bulldog sister who like escapes every night to go out to to Nuke York oh. and go to the clubs whose ass is hanging out. All the time, and the camera keeps like zooming onto yeah, her. Yeah, she's wearing like a cheerleader and, skirt. Yeah, it's just it's unpleasant. <laughs> she is just as annoying as the rest of them too. Yeah, it's about what, her. there's just constant and annoying she's the, characters. She's in the this. sister of the three crazy brothers, yeah. and she serves no purpose. She did, what happens to her? She just she disappears. Vanishes. Okay, good. Okay. Once they once they <laughs> go get them from the club, she she does not appear in the movie. Serves her purpose. Now, I'll say this: she about, was murdered. <laughs> I, I, I watched a movie. I watched a documentary. Um, I think it's actually that. Might be the comic book, the movie, or something like that. It's uh, and that that might not be the right one. There's a, there's a documentary about the history of comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, okay, that's yeah, probably that's not the that Stanley, one. Stanley probably. It, well, it's Marvel's got Stanley. It's monsters. got stuff about Robert Crumb. It's got okay, about. Yeah, it, yeah. it just Stanley. goes over like the entire history of 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 comics, and and there is like I I can understand kind of where this is coming from. There is that weird 
Robert Crumb group of people mm-hmm. that like that sort of it, feels like done too many type. drugs. Yeah, yeah, well, it's like they've done too many drugs, but then it was like we want to separate ourselves from the from the what you know the Marvels and the DCs and the and the Disneys are doing in the world and mm-hmm. and Archie Comics, but yet they're still. Like they, that's what they were brought up from. So it's like they can never completely they can't disconnect the, from yeah. that. So it's like they have that weird, like, oh, we want to mix drugs and sex into this, and but yet we're still still have, have fart jokes and still have yeah. fart jokes so and Looney Tunes and, and, and you yeah. know anthropomorphic yeah. animal people. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's how like like heavy metal isn't really like that. There's not a lot of zaniness to it. There's a lot mm-hmm. of tits to it. Yeah. Um, this movie, it, it's like it sort of wanted to be that, but then like someone came along and said, hey, put some stuff in there for the kids. And they're sure. like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. George it's, Lucas it's, it's bizarre. strikes I mean, again. That, so it has the that whole weird tone. thing yeah. doesn't serve any of the purposes that it that you know that they wanted to. I no. mean, the music is poorly integrated. There's yeah. a lot of times where it's just, let's play a song over establishing shots that go on for, right. you know, the songs. We got two minutes of track. Yeah. Just, I mean, I, I'm just like track to f- the car going through the city. I'm trying to picture like a 16, 17-year-old teenage boy going to this movie because they like the music that's in it, and just being like, this shit is stupid. It's for kids. I mean, the music is what I'm I'm into, but the rest of it is just dogs falling over each mm-hmm. other, and yeah. Yeah, and the Ugly problem is... Even, rat people yeah. showing their tits and stuff. Yeah, sure. And, and I mean, the problem yeah. is they have real bands. You yeah. know, I mean, Cheap Trick isn't like the best band in the world, but they're a band you recognize. Yeah, and they were Lou sort of Reed. big at the time. People know Lou Reed. <laughs> right, they know yeah. Debra Harry. Yeah. And it's like... All the tracks that they give are like seasides. Yeah, they're not even. Yeah, they were just songs. They were just worthy like, of. I got this song. I was just. This gonna soundtrack throw it was away. never released. E. Like it was never <laughs> released <laughs> on its yeah. own. Ouch. That's saying something. Yeah, yeah. And you, in, in a movie that's basically yeah. made to make yeah, a soundtrack. Debbie Harry, soundtrack. Cheap Trick, Lou Reed, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Whoever the fuck Melanie Brown is. Um, Iggy Pop. Mel B. Mel B. She's a Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> sure. so, she's the one that did the Cheap Auto song, yeah. right? Yeah, God, that song. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> but I mean, pop rocks and that would sell. <laughs> sure, it would. Yeah, it, it would sell if they weren't shit. Yeah, I mean, if this movie wasn't shit, um, it's entirely possible this movie was just doomed from the start, and it just got to a point where they were just like, finish possibly. it, get it out. We've got no more money. Just get it out there. I don't know, because I mean, you know, well, it never was released in the theaters either. It was basically really? straight to video. Oh, really? And, okay. it, and it was only shown, you know, at late night. Basically, it got its following late night on HBO and Cinemax. I remember this is it, the exact type of thing where if I was staying over at my friend's house, yeah, who had HBO, and it would have come on at like two in the morning or something when we were just, you know, being kids Hi. and staying up as late as we could. I no, could, I'm talking when I was younger, <laughs> younger than that. For Before Christ's that sake. entered this, when I was like ten, maybe. Yeah, hi. I would have been like, <laughs> like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah. This yeah, but I, see, I did that with but, heavy metal. Like I remember, yeah. that was like heavy metal was one of those movies that it was in the theaters and then it disappeared. Mm-hmm. It was like never fucking mm-hmm. on video, mm-hmm. and they would show it on Cinemax or HBO every once in a while, and it was like, holy shit, there it is! I've heard about this or I've seen clips of this, and so well, it, it was like the a big thing. rub is with heavy metal existing. This why would you no watch purpose. this? Yeah. yeah, you you should never watch this. Well, back in the day, I mean, I can remember this being on cable all the time, but I think it was like. Like HBO would have the rights to heavy metal. The movie channel had the rights to rock and roll. So it was mm-hmm. like if you were one of the seven people who couldn't afford HBO and had the movie channel, you would watch rock and roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
back then they would just have the, like this distinction of how you know HBO and Showtime yeah. used to have like the shit and the movie channel was yeah. all this cast off garbage. <laughs> I just remember nobody ever had Showtime way back when. Right. Because yeah. that was like the one you absolutely had to have a box for. Because yeah. it was yes. always put yeah. like on channel one. Yeah. Which exactly. like your yeah. TV couldn't tune to. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> um I I think we've already griped a little bit about the, the voice acting in this. Mm. Um yeah. but oh, that just it, that grated at me at every turn. The voice acting was the worst. Um, Mixed with poor mixing. I mean, we didn't yeah. really. I think we mentioned it, but yeah, it's like they were like fucking turn up the soundtrack. Who gives a shit what these guys are? Well, saying? We tried to yeah. uh, watch it in five point one, which I'm sure was a something that uh, Unearthed Films tried to do because I'm quite sure this possibly never had. But it, well, I'll admit the work. music sounded good. Yeah, it. like the music was coming through pretty awesome. But the problem was the we dialogue could was barely just, hear the dialogue. Right. Yeah. So we watched it in 2.0, right? yeah, we yeah. which was awesome. which, which made it significantly Some sweet better ass stereo. as far as, <laughs> yeah, but as, far sure as trying how, to understand the dialogue. I'm sure yeah. that's how it was mixed originally. Dolby I mean, yeah. stereo. Dolby stereo it was, yeah, <laughs> noise reduction and all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, from the trivia that we read, the original print of this movie was destroyed in a fire, so everything that people have seen of this movie was taken from a VHS tape, so well, that tape was yeah, not in still, 5.1. It around. still looked pretty... Pretty good oh, it for looked, being from a VHS yeah, I mean, it rip, looked basically. fine, but although you could also tell that it was a full frame frame image that they blew up because there were a couple mm-hmm. times where they were focusing in on something you were supposed to see that was clearly cut off yeah. by the hmm. tops and the bottom of the screen. I noticed that hmm. at least twice. Okay, so I yeah, mean, it's a commendable I didn't, I didn't, effort. I didn't, I didn't put that together that you know, I, I you know, I heard that we read the thing about the original print being destroyed, but if it didn't have theatrical release, I was like, well, they probably just took it from a reel from a theater, but. No. Probably never made one. No. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean they could they could have had the soundtrack on on some sort of tape. Yeah. And I'm sure there are people who <laughs> on a cassette are, tape. Sure. There are people who are fans of this, but they probably haven't seen it in years and years. Yeah, and years. Or, or, or they, they just haven't seen the nostalgia it. colored glasses. Yeah. Well, I I will what be color honest. I mean if if glasses. you if you've never seen Heavy Metal, never read the magazine, and you turn it on today, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Yeah, this, I, it is a. It's kind of a piece of shit. I mean, I I like it because I have the nostalgia, but I will honestly say it is a piece of shit movie. It's it's it is a little hard to tolerate. Yeah, there's no cohesion to the story. It's Ooh. a whole bunch of little you know yeah. things, vignettes, mm-hmm. vignettes, basically. Yeah. But well, I will say, well, these, they all kind of string together. Aren't both yeah. of these basically designed to be watched while you're high? Sure. Yeah, Heavy Metal yeah. and this one because that's. I see no other. I wish I would high. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- I mean, that's that's pretty much a fair assessment. I yeah. mean, this is not made for you know. Hey, let's entertain the children. Oh god, no. Even though there are parts of it that are clearly made for the children. Yeah, yeah. you know, for I, kids. And <laughs> one of the worst things about this, uh, kind of to sum up everything that I have to say, is that I can see that there's actually a lot of potential for this story, sort of this animation style with a little bit of script massage, better voice actors, what could have been great. Yeah. Could have actually been great and something fun to watch. You're saying change almost everything. <laughs> and it probably would have been well, good. except no, for I the mean, time period. The time period can't change. If they tried to make this today, right. it would be terrible because number one well You'd have Justin Bieber. Yeah, and I was gonna say Simpson, you would you would yeah. have you would have kids bop music instead of like real rock. And and Selena roll. Gomez, whoever the fuck she is. <laughs> She belongs to Justin Bieber. Yes. Oh, she's <laughs> is she oh, her, she's oh. Mrs. Bieber. <laughs> I gotta check my Twitter. <laughs> oh, do you yeah. follow the Biebs? See yeah. what Biebs is up to. <laughs> You're a believer. I am. You? Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you clean up things. the clean up the animation because I kind of mm-hmm. like the the animation style. Sure. Clean it up. 
better voice actors. Yeah. Massage the script a little bit. Yeah, it just couldn't happen today. Because, I mean, the yeah. state of kids' movies today, I, I've said this before, it's just every studio execs are convinced that kids are absolutely retarded. And they like I said, so this was never really a kid's movie. And that's the other thing is like, you can't this, do that. This kind of thing can't exist for adults today. It just wouldn't happen unless it's from Japan. That's the only, exa- you know. But I mean, exception. even today, this movie would still be just PG. I mean, there's only two S-bombs in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean. Do we really consider those bombs? Well, it, they were noticeable enough <laughs> to dates, me where yeah. I was just like, oh, they're dropping shit bombs in this. Mm. But I mean, I don't know about the, the tits may be a problem. <laughs> that may bump it up to PG-13, but I mean, it wouldn't. Yeah, and then the drug stuff too. But yeah, I mean, still, it just it just wouldn't happen. I mean, yeah, yeah. this would get shot down really quickly. But yeah. I think it, I think there's a lot of potential hidden behind this ghastly. Deep down at its core, there is an interesting washed. idea. Yeah, it's just the because the animation is so slow, it makes the acting so slow, and it makes all the events of the movie just seem like they take forever yeah it'd be funny it's like i'd rather have seen the team that did some of the heavy metal animation and everything and and voice acting everything do this movie like i think that would have ultimately let's get them on the phone i think it would have been a better movie because i mean like i I, there are things i like out of heavy metal like i like the soundtrack and i like certain uh segments animation Mm -hmm. but the movie on the whole is more bad than good well from a storytelling standpoint heavy metal is no good no but i mean like if this one's not very good at the storytelling. No, either. I know, but I'm. But just, at least it's an interesting idea. It's, yeah. it's like you know, evil guy wants to summon demon rock. Sure, people coming together yeah. to stop it with. <laughs> Give us a better motivation for him. Sure, for the bad yeah, guy. I, yeah, yeah, that's that's. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically what we're saying thing. is just you flesh it out. You, you yeah, make yeah. it have some sort of sense. And God, make us like Omar because I fucking hated him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Omar's kind of a prick. Yes, but he. But then again, he was an '80s protagonist, so you know he turned on his heart light there at the end. (laughs) Fought the and I hated him even more. Oh, come on! He stood beside her and sang that That, stupid song. The touch. (laughs) You got the touch. (laughs) They didn't sing the touch. (laughs) It was close to the touch. Damn it! It was sin love through where we belong. Sin sin love through where we belong. Right. Touching. Touching. Up where we belong. Yeah. Because we're winners. Yeah. Uh, does anybody else have anything? No, I think we should just rate this. This is rating time. Yeah, let's just rate it. Yeah. Okay. That I need a hero. She could have sang that at some point while she was in the airship. It wasn't out yet. That song hadn't been thought of. <laughs> doesn't yeah, matter. Wasn't that written for Mad Max Three too? I maybe. Anyway, I'm just hero. thinking. Of the re, I'm just thinking of the reimagining of oh, this of okay. this movie. We'll build oh, no, that's, we don't need another hero. That the was gritty yeah. reboot yeah. of Rocky. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll let Chris Nolan direct it. Well, <laughs> It'll all be blah. <laughs> Send love through blah. And half the internet will hate it just out of general <laughs> principle. Yeah. Yep. Chris Nolan, fuck that guy. Fuck Omar, I'll fuck like this. <laughs> I'm Omar. We're going to sing my song. Omar. We're going to sing my song. <laughs> We're not singing your song. Oh. Raz so, all mock. Yeah. So ratings. ratings. Yes, ratings. Someone we were gonna rating. do that. Someone someone go. start. <sighs> I'm gonna give this the unfortunate middle ground thing of uh, one bag. <laughs> because <laughs> of the danger zone. Because of potential <laughs> and Kind of liking the concept. I'm not going to go any lower than that, mm-hmm. but I can't like, go into Jock's territory by any stretch of the imagination. No, this is just nor should that, you. This is just in that middle ground. Like, meh, yeah. it could be good, but it's not. 
Okay. So that's where I'm sitting with this. That's good. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Uh, three, three bags. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say John. No, <laughs> no. Um, because I really did want to get up and leave about 90 seconds in. You turned quickly. Yeah. And then about. I heard the, I heard the notebook get thrown down. Yeah. yeah the notebook got very early on. What? Three minutes in. It was very early. But you didn't uh, fall asleep. The oh yeah, and that's saying floor. something. I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, he I woke was... up when I started screaming oh, during yes. the, no! the, the strobing <laughs> yeah. light sequence, mm-hmm. escaping the. I remember that. Yeah, the I was bar. like, I really don't. Uh, I'm not going to try to stay awake. Okay. Uh, okay. All, <laughs> All right. right. Maybe I'll fall asleep. Right. And I blinked out for like five minutes. Okay, you didn't miss it. I, I don't care if I missed anything. Really, you missed a scene where Mock was creepy. Mm-hmm. No, I saw. I oh, okay. saw, you saw oh, that, you saw that one. You got that one. Right. I mock. Yeah, I don't know if you know. If you're aware, he was creepy. Yeah, and evil. Oh, evil oh. And creepy. Oh, well, <laughs> that makes it a nine jocks movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you three bagged it. Three bags. Uh, also because of squandered opportunity. Okay. Yep. Two bags. Um, I, I like ten minutes in. I was like, I don't want to watch any more of this. And then as it went along, I was like. I don't really want to be watching it, but it's not as bad as the first 10 minutes were. It's like once it got going, it was like, eh, I can see what they're attempting. Well, I think switching the sound helped. We, we did that. about Yeah, five because to we couldn't hear in. anything. Yeah, we were like, what the fuck are they saying? But I, th- I had that whole movie been like the first 10 minutes of that club scene where it's just weasel club manager and annoying bandmates playing annoying video games. And where it's basically the first 10 minutes of vicious lips. Yeah, it's just I. <sighs> I, I missed opportunity. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, I've I've actually seen worse animated movies, but um, there's plenty of those. Yeah, two bags. Hmm. So, oh, uh, before you read, yeah. I, I wanted to point out the um, we did mention that there is Nuke York. Yep. Yes. They yeah. they did miss, miss some uh, chances for jokes because they pan over and you still see Radio City Music Hall, not Radioactive City Music Hall, mm-hmm. but mm. they did call it. It written it carnage. said carnage hall but then when they were saying it, it was like carnage carnage hall. hall yeah 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 you know how you get there murder uh, murder murder, murder. <laughs> good job yeah. uh, i'm teetering between three and four bags oh give it a four come I'm on really, go ahead yeah it'll be a one two three four podcast yes yeah it's a four Ooh, it's yes. a four bagger because <laughs> wow like the backgrounds were the only thing i liked honestly like those were all pretty the sweet voice actors were terrible. The songs were not good at all. Come on, man! The, the star of this movie was the star of American Graffiti and Puppet Master. I know. Yeah. Come on, a couple of the songs were kind of <laughs> catchy. Not yeah. I am mock. I was saying the world is. I mean, I'm sorry, but like <laughs> the late '70s and early '80s, there was some pretty rocking stuff. I mean, look, and this none was of no that star makes growth. it into this movie. Stargrove. No. Ah, yeah. Yes. That's it. Oh, oh, I think should we go ahead and rate this on Stargroves? <laughs> uh, I mean, the soundtrack you know, is, I mean, the just, Stargrove rating does not saying, get any Stargroves. Okay, then what to get one? Is that the lowest? Zero Stargroves. One sure. to five Stargroves? One okay. Stargrove. No, just zero to one. It zero either gets one? a Stargrove or it gets <laughs> no, no it does not get a Stargrove. <laughs> okay. I, like, I like that okay, idea. It's either zero. Stargrove approved or not. It's Stargroveless. Okay, okay. All right. Yes. This movie is not Stargrove approved. This movie is not approved for Stargrove. I just figured with a movie with brought to you by soundtrack right. being this important, right. it, 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 you know, we need to bring back our no. Stargrove ratings. Soundtrack does not get a Stargrove. Okay. No. We should. Uh, let's just give this away to somebody. <laughs> okay. Can we give it away to the fire? 
like no, the original I, copy. No, this is, this is, no, I mean, it's, this uh, is a nice packaging. Yeah, of I will this give Underfilms a lot of credit. Yeah. They've got two discs in there. The other one has um, one of the earlier animations of Clive Smith, the director. Mm-hmm. It's also got an alternate version, which I guess maybe it's the sucks VHS. Less. Well, there's a Canadian somehow. version of the film and an American version of the film. Apparently, there's an entirely different voice actor for the lead. Yeah. Yes. Um, Paul Lamette. The, Paul Lamette is in the U.S. version. In the U.S. version. Well, he's actually in the version we watched. Yes. That was him. So we watched, so the, we watched the U.S. Weird... So the other one must be the Canadian yeah. version. Because like yeah, the opening crawl is different. And... Yeah, there's two discs. Oh, let's go back and not watch it. There's a pretty hefty book in there that's yeah. got a whole lot of detail about yeah. the movie. Which... Yeah, there's, and there's a whole second disc of other, yeah. Like, yeah. with extra it's, stuff, too. It's, it's a nice package. for pe- If yeah. you are someone who thinks this movie is something from your childhood that you're fond of, it's a nice package. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If, you, if, you haven't, films... if you haven't turned us off at this point, because you're pissed off and you like this movie please write us and i mean yeah. you know explain maybe like why you why you yeah. like it you know justify why yeah. <laughs> why, you why like we should movie. send you this yeah, copy exactly. we are merely Rock stating and opinions and right. it's just you know with no nostalgia we just no. we can't like this no yeah. Yeah. no we can't <laughs> so anyway but yeah we will break send, time we will be happy yeah. to send this send yeah, this yeah, way sure break. absolutely breaking let's breaking. do that all right break it break Welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. 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 Hey. That we call the BAM. Yes, BAMCast. Bad Movie Fiends. We are still the BAMCast. We're going to yes. talk movies. We, we are. are. And okay. voicemails. Reportedly. And emails. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe some tweets. tweets. Well, uh, tweets. Let's, 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 let's do something a little bit different, because like, we, we got a lot <gasps> of like weird, crazy stuff to talk about this half. Are we going to do video? I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, let's do a voicemail now, then maybe we'll do an email, and we'll talk about a movie. Oh, my we'll God. It's going to be like round robin grab bag. Yeah, like... A grab block sack. all our movies together and all that stuff. So. We yeah. should just roll like a die and then like so, whatever number comes up. Let's no. play corresponds to. <laughs> let's play two bomb already really quick oh. voicemails back to back. All right. I have come here to chew bubblegum and listen to some Bamcast, and I'm all out of bubblegum. I like you, Bamcast. You're funny. That's why I'll kill you last. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks. So, well, so you there yeah. might be more of those. <laughs> there just might be. There's might be a couple more. Thanks. They're anyway. short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's our criteria. He definitely kept it under a minute. Yeah. I'll Good job. Good job. Supreme credit for that. He did not sign off of the voicemails though. Mm. Yeah. Well, or sign in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we got a new mystery caller. I guess. All right. Man, we we love people like mystery, mystery callers. Who yes. are you? <laughs> just tell me your name. <laughs> All right. We got an email from Anders in Sweden. Hey, Ooh, Sweden. in Sweden. Oh, yes, I wish so I spoke racist. Swedish. That way this would sound much cooler. But anyway, he says, Greetings and thanks for another great episode. I'd just like to ask a question. What is the name of the piece of music played during this episode's intro? And every intro <laughs> here on it. Best regards, Anders from Sweden. Right. So Harlow can answer that one. Yes, we decided to standardize our music because I got tired of trying to make up or find punny songs to go with our uh, our movie that we watched. So it gets a little bit old after a hundred something episodes. It, it, it does. Yeah. It, it, that's that's three hundred songs. Yeah, it's yeah. A lot of we had an amazing spreadsheet of songs. Yeah. So um, what we've decided to standardize with is the opening song is called Action Replay, and it's by Alan Hawkshaw. Um, and it's it's basically it's part of the KPM uh, library music, uh, whatever you want to call it. It's you know music that was written kind of for no purpose, just mm-hmm. uh, interstitial music. 
Yeah. So written for same place. shit like this. Yeah. Yep. Same place Funky Fanfare came from, yeah. which is we use that once time. Most people recognize it from the beginning of Kill Bill, but plenty of fun seventies movies had it too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go ahead because people might be curious. Um, the other music, pieces of music that we use, the break music is uh, "Party Time" by Keith Mansfield, also part of the uh, KPM series. Mm-hmm. Part uh, of the KPM Keith, 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 Keith Mansfield series. is the one that did uh, "Funky Fanfare." So, mm-hmm. if you like that kind of stuff, look mm-hmm. up his stuff. And the outro music, thanks to uh, Smarmy Chuck Face over here, we decided <laughs> to use uh, "Red River Rock" from of mm-hmm. all things that's from the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles soundtrack. It's right. like a yep. new wave version of that classic Red uh, River Valley. Yeah. From the old timey days, yeah, I think was that from like it's from like Stagecoach or something. Yeah, it's from a classic western. Uh, Red River, maybe. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, Chuck. Your obviousness. I'm on drugs here. And yeah, yet I still couldn't enjoy rock yeah. and roll. <laughs> but it was it was already like uh it was already like a, a standard by the time Red River came yeah. out. So yeah. oh, true. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, those are our three. Uh, yes. By the way, someone also pointed out how did we never talk about Chuck's YouTube videos of the quick recaps of our episodes. Well, I think we have, which you may have missed it, but we're going to say it again now. This subscribe where, to Water Cooler Films. Yeah, on subscribe YouTube. to Water Cooler yeah. Films because that's if you know that's where we got the music from. That's what he was using as the outro, and I was like, hey, we'll we'll make something together sure. here. We'll use the same. We music. will be as oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Is what it YouTube.com slash Water Cooler? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he does. He's been doing little recaps of some of the. I just take little Best random moments. random moments. Yeah. yeah, moments that he likes. From moments of Zen. There's one from the last episode that has a significant number of comments on it already. Yeah. Oh, yes. It does? Really? Very yeah. popular. I haven't actually gone to look at the comments. <laughs> oh, you should take a there look. There are comments for both sides. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Sweet. But yeah, it's... I, 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 just if you're looking, like I, I think the uh, the Turbulence one is one of the best ones, just as far as the way you cut the video together. So. <laughs> oh, God, that was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so check we, this out. We, so we were not it. good on our Turbulence timeline, no. apparently. No. Anyway. Yeah. That's enough plugging of things. Yeah. yeah. Stop plugging. Uh, so, Mackie, you saw <laughs> a movie, right? Oh, I did. What's the Haywire? Ah. How was that? From Steven Soderbergh, who makes movies confusing, apparently. Yeah. Who said that? This guy over Chuck- here. Was it a little bit Haywire? It was crazy. <laughs> was it like a no. hayride? It was... Um, it's like a wire made out of hay? Yes, it was. Or hay um, made out of wire? It's, it's a very boilerplate plot Plot-wise, it's Super Spy gets betrayed by her agency and then goes for revenge and wants to find out what happened and why, which that's (laughs) never been done before in the spy genre. Did she find out how it got burned? (laughs) She did. She found out how she got burned. Very good. Mm. But no, um, it's got Gina Carano, who is an MMA fighter and still pretty hot despite being an MMA fighter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But... um, I guess the main reason she was cast is Steven Soderbergh, who also directed Ocean's Eleven and my favorite movie ever, Out of Sight. It's very much in that mold. Um, it's more, it's closest closest uh, movie to that would probably be The Limey, which was written by Lem Dobbs, who's the same guy who wrote Haywire. Okay. So it's kind of the most similar to that in that it's not exactly linear, and it jumps around quite a bit, at least early on, before it finally settles in for, hey, here's where this movie's Wire. going at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the way, if you haven't seen The Limey, it's one of his kind of forgotten Limey's movies. It's fucking awesome. Fucking amazing. Malcolm McDowell's I mean, amazing. In the this movie. isn't on that level at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. Wow. No, you meant... Huh? Oh, Terrence Howard. Yes, Sorry, Terrence, yeah. Terrence Howard. God damn Terrence it. Terrence Howard. <laughs> but no, like, seriously, if you haven't seen The Limey, you need to see The Limey. But um, no, this is this is very similar in that it's someone tracking down those who have wronged her. And getting in some pretty badass fights, 
throughout. And I've the best part about it is the camera is locked down through the fights. There's no handheld whatsoever, mm-hmm. except for one near the end. It gets a little bit like that. But the way, God damn, the way they edit these fights is some of, it's just brutal. Because, I mean, obviously this is a good-looking woman, and yet they got guys that are just punching the shit out of her. And the way they do the sound effects, I mean, it is it sounds like the real sound in the room, and there's no soundtrack whatsoever over any of the fights. Hmm. So all you hear is pop, 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 people getting punched, shit smashing in rooms. Just It's weird because it's exciting, but it's so brutal that it's almost a turnoff. So it's really, it's, it's a movie that's got a real weird feel to it because it's like you're waiting for these moments, these moments, but they're really realistic fights because they don't go on long at all. Over quick. Yeah. I mean, they're it's over. Like you're like, down. Real so, fights yeah. would be over. It's exactly. like real people don't. You take you three know, good hits yeah. and fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm out. Tap out here. You know, and she's actually using like MMA submission holds and mm-hmm. stuff like that on these guys. But is there any arm breaking? Tell me there's some like arm Steven Skull. Compound um, fracture. Bend the elbow the other way. That's, that always makes for great sound effects yeah. in movies. Yeah. Crunch. Not necessarily that. Get the celery stock. snapping. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the water bottles. But yeah, there, there are some really good fun scenes. And I mean, it's got um, Ewan McGregor's in it. Michael Fassbender's in it. Um, who's the dude? Channing Tatum. Yes. Is one of the characters in it, which. Uh, Channing Stoneface Tatum. Yeah. He's the same fucking thing. Uh, Antonio Banderas <laughs> is in it, as Whoa. is. Um, Michael Douglas. So he kind of okay. stacked the deck because he knew that he didn't necessarily have an actress to work with, but he does well <laughs> with her because he doesn't give her a whole lot of dialogue and a whole lot of dramatic type stuff. It's more like badass posturing. So I'm trying to figure out what is Soderbergh's next move as far as finding an actress that isn't an actress. He's done Singer, who previously never uh, had done any kind of movie yeah. work. Um, he's done Porn Star. Now he's done MMA Fighter. What's I, well, I he's talking about retiring next year. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's so got to find one more weird uh, non-actress dude. I, I think but, yeah. he's turning into the Woody Allen type, where it's just like I'm casting people I want to have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. He's married to Jules Asner. What does he care? He Jesus can Christ. always do better. Yeah, I know. Always. Yeah, <laughs> but but no, it's it's it's. I'd say it's a four out of five. I mean, Bags. it's really fun. <laughs> No, <laughs> but no, I, I really like the structure of it. It never bored me. And there are really good bursts of humor. And there's one scene, the whole like, God damn, the whole theater was like, oh, shit, <laughs> like at the same time. And then people were just like stunned by it. And Those then moments. And then there's another one after that, that all I'll say is the way this car chase ends is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and And everyone in the theater was like. Holy shit. And then they all started laughing. So it's <laughs> That's that's a good moment. Yeah, it's there's a lot of crowd pleasing stuff in it, but I can see why people hate it because it <laughs> it doesn't quite resolve itself the way you'd think it would. Hmm. It's a bit anticlimactic, but so I love the final scenes. Yeah. I love the final scene in that movie because it's note perfect for what it needs to be. Cool. And Silent Jen loved it too, and she pointed out that the first and last words said in the movie were shit. Sweet. That's Which, good. Maybe that's why it's getting low ratings. Yeah. People are like, all I remember yeah. is shit. shit. <laughs> it was a shitty movie. This movie starts no. and ends with shit. But that's why I like her. She notices shit like that. She hmm. notices shit. Yeah. She's why she that both big, good first and last words were shit. Shit. So, um... You got emails? any voicemails? Yeah, we do have or voicemails. Or do you want another email? Let's do an email. I've talked enough. I don't need to. Let's do an email. All right, fine, fine. Let's do a voicemail. Let's do a voicemail. Round robin. 
Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, I think uh, Black Exploitation Month sounds like a great idea, uh, but I'm worried that you might uh, end up getting sick of watching pimps and drug dealers by the end of it. So you need to mix it up with uh, a black exploitation comedy, at least. And I would recommend Petey Wheatstraw, The Devil's Son-in-Law, um, stars... Rudy Ray Moore as Petey Wheatstraw, the devil's son-in-law, who's the hero of a sort of old African-American folktale, modernized to a modern setting, and you get to see the actual devil himself and other supernatural stuff and the comedy repartee of legendary comedy duo Leroy and Skillet and some of the ugliest women you will ever see. So, Petey Wheatstraw, the devil's son-in-law. Check it out. (laughs) So you actually get to see the devil... Uh-huh. Like the mm-hmm. real devil. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is, shows up. Is he white? The, I'm sure. devil? Duh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I should have known. I need to look this up because I need to find no, what don't. the devil has <laughs> also we're, been. We're just in. assuming he's white because, I mean, yeah. it is the white devil. Mm-hmm. I, I, Chuck, you head. head because he's probably seen this movie. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to say this. This is all I'm going to say. Those of you clamoring for Rudy Ray Moore, he will show up in a movie we are doing. It is none of the movies you are expecting us to do. So there. Well, have, <laughs> you're the one that's kind of compiled our, our pull list for this. Yes. Um, are they all strictly street gang, you know, pimps, drug dealers types they, of movies? Here's the thing. I, I narrowed it down to four movies that I think are entertaining enough in what they do that we will not be bored. We could potentially be entertained. Mm-hmm. You have to understand a lot of those movies have such a low budget and are so slow and so bad that they are hair pulling awful, like really make you mm-hmm. hate movies. So I just went with four that are, they're not the, the shining examples of the genre, but they are, they're in the middle. They're not terrible. They're not great action movies or anything like that, but they will be watchable. Okay. I think we need watchable movies. I agree. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, we are going to do Slaughter. Yeah. Right? I think, that I think we should start with Slaughter. That was, that was one of the recommendations that was recommended. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And it has Jim Backus in it. So. Yeah. And, uh, and Blair recommended Dolomite, but you nope. said we're probably going to hold off on nope. Dolomite. Nope. <laughs> Chuck has nixed no. Dolomite What about, what about Superfly? Oh, God, no. No. Superfly's great. That's probably one of the good ones. Well, one, it is one of the good ones, and I, I, I stayed away, yeah, that's why I I stayed away from the good ones, but two, it's not good. <laughs> oh, dude, Superfly's great. That's one of the ones I've actually seen. <laughs> yeah. I've seen Superfly, Superfly, TNT, and I think I've seen like the first two Shaft movies. Okay. Those are, that's about the extent okay. of my... None seen, of those are on the and list. I, and I've seen parts of like Blackula. Blackula's pretty good. Yeah. We're not watching that either. Right. Because <laughs> it's yeah, pretty good. He, he mostly recommended yeah. Dolmite because he said it's probably the most direct influence for Black Dynamite. Which is true. Yeah. Which is true, D- but I, the two Dolomite movies I could edit together and make like a good one-hour movie. But man, watching those movies on their own, mm-hmm. it is just like because it mixes in like his nightclub act and other random variety bullshit in it, and you're just like, what is going on in this movie? Well, why don't you mix them together and bring them in? Because <laughs> I'm because I'm maybe next year you could do a Dolomite deacidified, or we'll get green capped <laughs> on that. One. Oh no! <laughs> but I'll say this: I mean, uh, more you know overview mm-hmm. i don't think i'm gonna get tired of pimps and drug dealers no no I mean, no, d- no i could watch four straight movies times that. No, we're gonna be fine yeah this is gonna be people we'll kicking be ass right. yeah <laughs> we're gonna make it so but no we we do appreciate the suggestion it's just we have a we have a pretty good list and you know chuck we got being our our veteran here basically having watched i think too I, many things in this guy i think life. we've got a good list of four that they're not gonna blow us away but they're gonna they're gonna be entertaining enough and i think as a group we might have a lot of fun with Okay. Very good. I'm 
I'm good with that. And they all have big stars in them. And hey, we plan to be around next next year, so there's February <laughs> yeah, again. We can we can yeah. revisit this if we will do Rudy Ray more month. Yes, yay. We will find his birth month and just do Rudy. Ray yay. Month. <laughs> huh. Okay. <laughs> Rudy Ray more timber. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is it email? Another yeah, email? let's do another email. Let's round robin no. here. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. yes. Uh, this one's from Gene. Gene. And Gene doesn't tell us where he's from. Dancing oh, machine. Gene. Gene, yes, he is a dancing machine. Mean okay. Gene. Flaming Turkey is the title of ah. the email. Hello, Bamfcast. I've noticed to no surprise that my appreciation of a film will often be partially determined by my expectations going into it. I know over the years I've hated on a good number of great bad movies simply because I had entered the theater with the lofty expectations of watching something resembling an actual movie. There have been times, however, where disappointment with a movie I had hoped for so much from collapsed upon itself into a dwarf star of pure bad movie bliss. Wow. Man, that's... Whoa. Mm. I would say such movie-going experiences are like a phoenix being reborn from the flames of anger into a beautiful new beast. But in all truth, it's closer to the flaming turkey from Money Pit exploding out of the oven and the mad Tom Hanks laugh that follows. (laughs) My best example of this was going to see the movie Skyline. I was only able to convince my brother to go with me because I promised him we'd be seeing the movie portrayed in the previews and not the kind of film where people punch out armored aliens with their bare fists. <laughs> Suffice to say, I really hated that vapid movie for the first half hour. Then something in me broke and I gave in to the roller coaster crap ride and came to kind of like it as the turkey that it was. On a side note, my brother has yet to see another movie with me. <laughs> Do you guys have any flaming turkey movies? And if so, what are your favorites? Oh, so man. he's asking us, movies... We hated, but then once we embraced the hate, we ended up really enjoying. Yeah, I mean, I'm Listen. not sure if I have anything specifically like that. I mean, we've done one that's like still one of my favorite movie-going experiences of all time, just because we literally clicked on the same like moment in the movie, and that's Fortress. Like mm-hmm. we actually went and saw that in the theater. We, were, my friend and I, were the only two people in the theater, and there was like something happened, and all of a sudden it was just like, not fuck this movie, but let's talk over this whole goddamn movie and we mm-hmm. laughed our asses off at that movie like just being in the theater just being fucking stupid and laughing about the you know the intestinators and things like that you <laughs> mm-hmm. know well i remember you guys sort of turned on turbulence in the right way that like, oh, yeah. like going like the first 30 minutes or so you guys were like fuck this movie and oh, then we it got so, so goddamn angry. crazy everyone was like wee turbulence <laughs> <laughs> and once ray Liotta flipped the switch that was it yeah i loved that movie yeah, I, and we seem to have a lot of those in the just in our our catalog, yeah. our one hundred nine movie strong catalog. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think Sinbad was a big one like that. Yes, because early on we were like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> but then, and I think Cole was the same way, where we were kind of like, "Eh." Well, see, Cole's one that I, again theater like. Yeah, did you, the same you knew thing. what we were in for, oh, yeah. but BJ and I were kind of like, eh. "What the fuck are you doing? This isn't Conan." <laughs> But then yeah. things went. <laughs> you told me it was Conan. Then things went batshit. And uh, another one for me, I, I, I just thought of is Triple uh, X, the Vin Diesel movie. Seeing that in the theater, it was mm-hmm. like I don't know what I was expecting uh, exactly. I mean, because I wasn't a big fan of Fast and the Furious like when I first saw it. I had seen that before Triple X, and I, I don't know if I was expecting more Bond like action, like a little more subtle. But something about it just like it clicked, and I was like, oh, this is over-the-top, crazy, impossible action. Okay. And it's like, once I accepted it, I, I enjoyed that movie a lot more than I probably should have. Because that movie's fucking stupid. I mean, there's like, there's just dumb, physics-defying shit throughout that movie. Yeah. So Well, I know I came into Fast Five differently than you guys did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was not entirely thrilled to be there. Um, but I think, I think when it got to the point where they drove the car off the ravine and just basically started surfing the car, they like, they both look at each other and it's like, well, I guess this is happening now. And they just Mm -hmm. sort of surf out of the car from that point on. I was like, all right, I'm on board with this movie. Fuck it. I don't care. So, yep. Yeah. Anyone else got any other examples? I mean, like I said, a lot of There's ours so are many. Um, a lot of ours are like I that. don't remember the point in Too Fast, Too Furious mm-hmm. where I realized what it was, but I remember early on I was like, oh, CG cars and they're jumping over a fucking bridge and what the fuck is going on here? And what's Ludacris doing in this? And then there was a certain point, I don't know if it was like once the main villain showed up and started being all threatening in his pitch black way, but I just I fucking love that movie. And, and I realize that it's just a complete unrealistic eighties, late eighties action movie throwback. And once I realized that I was like, yes, 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 yes. And I know like there are very few people that feel the same way as yeah. I do about that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's weird. But, I mean, mentioning that there's, there's so many movies that people just be like, fuck that movie. And I, I, and I always hear that. And I'm like, really? Like, like, I mean, people like, apparently we found out people hate die hard too. I mean, I don't remember what brought that up. Like, uh, crazy people. Oh, we were talking about movies of the 90, in 1990, I think. Yeah. Somebody I mean, mentioned that. Fuck Die Hard 2 being like one of the worst things ever. I think and Jonathan like, said that. Yeah. I just, I, there's so many movies like that. Like I, I pretty much like all four Lethal Weapon movies on their own merits. I mean, nothing is as good as the three? first two. I'm just saying nothing three? is as good as the first two, but there's something yeah. about all three of them that I like. And I, I, I kind of know what I'm getting into with them and things like that. Like there's so many movies that people are like, Oh, that's the worst thing ever. And I don't have a lot of those. I, I agree with, I will say it's interesting going back and rewatching action movies from the nineties. Like at the time to me, it's like, and I think to everybody is when that genre was dying, people were like, okay, we've seen this. I'm tired of it. Don't want any more of it. And now you see them and they're almost fresh and interesting because they haven't made them for 20 years. Because like the later, like some of the Jean Claude movies from the mid to late nineties, like Time Cop and Sudden Death and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I remember at the time thinking these are garbage. These are absolutely this isn't Die Hard. You know, I love uh, Sudden Death. And now, man, sudden go death back and watching awesome. Sudden Death. They're doing fights and mascot outfits and just crazy hockey hijinks and you know, I mean, it's just those things are great now. I mean, they mm-hmm. they weren't appreciated then. It's like I don't think Demolition Man was appreciated then. And now I appreciated people love Man that then. movie. Yeah, but that movie was not. I think that came at a time where people were just like, "I'm tired of Stallone action movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's over. I'm done. I don't want this anymore." And now it's all I want. Yeah. I want lots of Demolition Man. Demolition movies. Man is one of those weird ones where I've actually turned the other way. Like I loved that when I first saw it, and like the, now the more I watch it, I'm kind of like I, I don't know. It's You're like, just not human anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you were just a sad fucking I, shell I, of an no, individual. I like everything about Demolition Man. It's just like the more time goes on, the less I like Wesley Snipes. In it. Oh, like, he's terrible. Like he, uh, he's yeah. awful. I'm he's just saying, the like, worst part of that movie. Yeah, I'm just saying, like he just he grates on me more and more yeah. the more I watch it, and I like everything else about it. I just think the strengths of that movie are enough to overcome his okay. terribleness. Yeah. He is so bad in that. <laughs> he's such an awful. He, I'm glad he's in jail. <laughs> wow! Wow! Chuck. Holy shit! Wow! I hope Wesley Snipes isn't listening. He might, I'm sorry, Mister Snipes. Go in the corner and cry. I always bet on black. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't oh, mean man. to awaken so, that. <laughs> I'm very sorry. So let's yeah. move on. Okay, uh, sure. You guys have watched movies, uh, right? Yeah, I have <laughs> movies. Is that the question? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes is the answer. Anybody want to tell us about any of? 
Uh, oh, I, oh, oh! Like this week? Yeah, I, yeah, no, this week. No. I realize I actually have. <laughs> no. I have Since last episode. Who do you think I am? Uh, I have three movies I've watched that I could say something about. I think I have two of them. I'm going to go through really, really quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in my semi-drug-induced uh, being sick uh, stupor, I stumbled onto the Conan O'Brien movie. Uh, can't stop the documentary about his yeah. when he literally legally couldn't be on television for six months, mm-hmm. so he decided to do a comedy tour it's a it's a really funny movie um i i think you have to be a pretty big conan o'brien fan and you have to kind of i think if someone were coming out of that and not knowing a lot about conan o'brien and the history of his humor he would come off as an extremely arrogant asshole but that's just all part of his quasi persona in that he's doing mm-hmm, during yeah. the filming of this because i mean there's lots of times where he's just like just being an ass to his staff and his writers and things like that. And you're like, God, who is this fucking asshole? But it's funny if you kind of know that's just him doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting little thing. And, you know, was it on instant? Yeah. Yeah. I just recently got added yeah. to Netflix instant, which is why I watched it. But that's all I have to say about it. If you like Conan O'Brien, you should watch it. Okay. All right. Uh, the other one, I mean, I actually was thinking about this when you were talking about Haywire. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I, for whatever reason, again, Netflix instant and, <laughs> laziness i decided mm-hmm. to finally watch uh edge of darkness the mm-hmm. mel gibson movie that he decided to make after it's the first movie he made after his whole like uh fall from grace with the public eye mm-hmm. did you edge have you darkness. watched this no i you just i don't it? i don't know who mel gibson is anymore yeah, he's dead to me I okay just don't know who Aww. you are <laughs> come well, on sugar tits don't be like that <laughs> no sorry now Okay, uh, this is not a comment on a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> this is not a comment on Mel Gibson's whatever is wrong with that guy now thing, but it, it's a good movie. But it's a really weird movie. Like it's it's a dark fucking movie. Like it is it is weird. Not just because it's called Edge of Darkness. I, I was mean, gonna like, say it's right at the edge. <laughs> it, it, it's just it's. I think it's it's based on a British, uh, I think, miniseries or, or series. I'm not sure how long it lasted exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, about a cop who, you know, gets into this whole conspiracy with his daughter, and his daughter's murdered, and he has to try to figure it out. But it, you know, I have seen if if you like gritty kind of realistic action movies, it's not bad. You just kind of have to divorce yourself from the fact that it's crazy fucking Mel Gibson. You know, post him being, I can do that. Yeah, I. Uh, just like with Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise is a person I can't stand him. Yeah, but I always seem to like him in movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but anyway, I, like I said, I, I, I didn't like love it, but I, I liked it more than I thought it was going to. I just kind of got to it and was like, oh, okay. Right. And the and the final one I actually really really wanted to talk about is because we're talking about an animated movie. I finally, for whatever reason, got around to watching Titan AE, which uh, mm-hmm. I believe is one of Don Blue's last movies. Titan A, Matt Damon. Yes, Matt's Damon. <laughs> the movie that killed animation. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of did, didn't it? Death yeah. of animation. That was the like basically the final. Was was it a Disney movie, though? No, uh, it was a Fox movie. It was Fox? Yeah. Okay. It killed Fox's, yeah, it killed Fox's animation, animation studio. Division. They were just oh. like, well. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, making ants. It's a, oh, wait, no. That's DreamWorks. Dreamworks. Yeah, it, it's a strange movie. Like, I... I, I it's an it's another one like rock and roll like I like it a lot in concept and obviously it's a lot better made because it's mm-hmm. Don Bluth animation and people yeah. that know what they're doing but it's a, it's a very strange movie because it's one of those ones where they decide to you've got that warm inviting Don Bluth animation that you think of from Secret and M American Tale yeah. and all that stuff and then crazy fucking like early CG 
stuff happening too, mm. like spaceships and things. And but it, it almost kind of works. It's and Bill it's, Pullman too. It's it's really bizarre, but it's just kind of one I I it's been on my back burner list to watch for a long time because it's Joss Whedon is one of the writers on it and just had never seen it. But yeah, the voice cast is good but weird. Like I just sometimes I wish they don't. This started kind of started that trend of like let's cast actors as voices. I don't like that. And sometimes like it, it works. Like some people are just really good at that. Matt Damon does not ever need to do a voice of an animated person ever again. I don't he's think just he like, has. He's just like needs to like. He was just like, oh, these are lines, and it's like some actors just if they're not touching, doing, wearing makeup, right. looking at a camera, it's like they just read the lines off the script, and suddenly yep. I am no longer an actor. Yeah, you know. And some people just can't fucking yeah. do that. Bill Pullman is good at it. Like he he plays a smarmy Han, Han Solo kind of character and it, and it works. Which is weird because he can't act anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean he, he works, but then it's like you got, you got really bizarre voices in there, like Janine Garofalo's a voice, but like a really minor character. It's hmm. it's just strange. It's like they were just like, uh, people have heard of this person, let's do them. Yeah, like, but she, 99, 2000, she was still in that Truth About Cats and Dogs, whatever that Irish movie semi, is. Yeah. She made with Dennis Leary that, that she's the new America sweetheart, uh, uh, a name, uh. but I mean, like, I mean, she's, she's such, <laughs> she was such a, like a minor part of this movie. It was yeah. like, why even cast anybody you've ever mm-hmm. heard of to say that she's a lunatic. 20, 30 yeah, lines she, that she says. Yeah. So it, it's just strange. I think even like Nathan Lane's a voice in there. Yes. Oh, yeah. well, he was huge at the time too. Yeah. But, and he's still big. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's strange. Some of the, the voice casting and stuff, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Problem. You know, I feel, you know, I, I have a, a lot of love growing up watching Don Bluth animation. Tone Loke. Yes. What? <laughs> Tone Logue's in it. And Jim Brewer. And Jim Brewer. Oh, yeah. Well, and Jim Ron Brewer. Perlman. Uh, oh, Ron, hey. Ron Perlman would do anything for a sandwich. Ron Perlman <laughs> saying about three lines of dialogue. Seriously. Well, that's every project he does. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Ron Perlman's in this? Oh, wait. They've killed him already? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> much, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's, uh, I don't that's know. That's the Perlman way. Yeah. It, it, it's War. it's sad because, like, I you know, I, I'd like to see another Secret of Nim era, like, full Don Bluth animation thing versus like throwing in the CG bullshit, but it almost kind of works for this. That's I mean, all yeah, I got to say about that. You guys talking about Bill Pullman remind me that Bill Paxton is also in Haywire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. fucking Paxton's in it, too. Sweet. I want to see that movie now. <laughs> I knew you would. Uh, do we have another voicemail? We do. Play it. Let's play it. Hi, guys. This is Johnny uh, from Philadelphia. I, I'm a VHS collector, probably one of your youngest fans or younger. And um, I have a a horror movie review blog called uh, videovendetta.tumblr.com. And I just wanted to say, while I was um, searching through VHS at a local thrift store, picked up a copy of Robot Jocks, but uh, I have yet to watch it. But i got to tell you, I wouldn't have picked it up unless I hadn't been listening to your podcast. Um, and I do have a suggestion. Uh, this might be, might not really be your thing, uh, is way low budget, but I think it'd be interesting for you to get into uh, Shabon Video Film, which Trump released a few, and these aren't like DV cameras. These are 1980s Shabon VHS of zero budget. And uh, that suggestion is Cannibal Campout. It's a pretty goofy and a pretty funny flick uh, that has zero budget and is pretty gory, but still keeps a lot of, you know, comedy to it. So, uh, it's out on DVD from Camp Motion Pictures, and check it out any way you can. Uh, this has been Johnny. Later. Thanks, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Trauma stuff, man. Any, yeah. Shot Even, on video. 
It's so hard to do because, like, if you ever watched like the behind the scenes of of making a movie and you know the documentary shot on video, movies look like shit shot on video. It's like I don't understand mm-hmm. movies that, like these new TVs that are sixty oh, frames two, a second the, or the whatever. Forty yeah. hertz, yeah. Like, like walked into a, a TV store the other day and they were playing Transformers Two or something, and that frame rate, and I was like, why is this Transformers stuff start, shot on video? What is this? It's the screen smoothing. No, I it's, know. It's, 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 I don't know why the fuck that exists because it makes everything look like shit. I mean, here's the thing: stuff shot on video looks like real life. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want to see my movies look like. Right. I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have done that. <laughs> they don't look very good. Yeah, I could see buying one of those TVs if you can switch it down to the lower thing when you're watching sure. movies. Sure, you can. Well, yeah, which oh, okay. I which I would totally do because, like, I think watching TV shows like The Office, Modern Family, and HD on that probably would make it look really good. Maybe because I mean they're already supposed to kind of look like right. video real life thing mm-hmm. anyway. Right. So I could I could see that, but yeah, movies I do not want them to uh, look more like video no, ever. Ever. You know? I I will say like. I like a lot of movies that are shot on digital. I think they can look really good if, if the person knows what they're doing. I wish there was a return to actual real film. Just it'll happen. Yeah, everything goes back. Or or or, 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 years, or at least get be... you know the uh, digital cameras to be able to look more like film. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they can probably they will probably go that route than actual bringing back and developing film and all that shit. I, I'm just I'm curious about this, and and he mentioned it, and I, there are a number of people I follow on Twitter who are the, the same way. There's this growing sort of like collector's movement to collect stuff on vhs i i don't i don't understand it i I can understand collecting stuff on vhs that's not available anywhere else that makes Mm -hmm. perfect sense to me and wanting to maintain equipment so you could watch that stuff that makes perfect sense to me but why why are people collecting stuff that's so readily available in much better formats yeah i i think it's that I think it's that nostalgia factor like you you think of it as being the same thing as going back and collecting records exactly but records do sound better yeah like there is a reason to collect records records sound better than cd that's what i'm Analog, saying there's no pure. benefit to having a movie on yeah. tape that's either on dvd or blu-ray there's it's like going back and, and collecting big, cassettes i mean yeah why my the big hell would issue with vhs was mm-hmm. always pan and scan yeah yeah and, and some of it do movies it. like i think it's die hard is one of the worst where they had to either jump all over the screen or guys just weren't in frame for well the ones that do it, it on the fly that like they're all through the movie is constantly back sliding back and forth. I, I think that's so what Die Hard irritate, like yeah. on VHS. If yeah. I remember right, yeah, so. it was. And I still remember the like I, you know, I saw Star Wars and or not Star Wars, but I saw Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in the theater. Mm-hmm. But you don't remember that. You get used to seeing them on home video in sure. full frame versions. And then when I finally got a widescreen, like the widescreen tapes they put out, and mm-hmm. I think it was the early '90s, I was like. Holy shit! I, I got there's admit, so much stuff in here that I didn't see before. I gotta admit, I hadn't seen it, and you know, other than early, like you said, not remembering the theater experiences, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in widescreen till the special editions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to the theater. I'm like, holy shit, that guy's on screen. Holy yeah. shit, that's over there. Yeah, like I mean, because that's how many times I watched that shit growing up. And you know, I honestly, that's why I never really had that hate for the special editions because it was like, oh my god, I'm seeing them in the big screen yeah. thing, and it's like only later that I went, why the fuck did they change or add or do this mm-hmm. to that you know but yeah it's just it's too bad that those tapes are gonna deteriorate yeah. a lot quicker than even a dvd will yeah we're not you know? we're not trying to discourage your thing no no no, no, thing, no i mean you know? i totally understand the collector mentality yeah. and collecting vhs tapes has got to be super easy because it's so cheap yeah, yeah they, you those just things go are, into yeah. the store with a shovel and, yeah. well that one guy <laughs> in the uk uh viva vhs yeah like yeah. he has a fucking room 
just his whole them, attic. It looks awesome. His whole but, attic is nothing but tapes, and he yeah. buys like mystery lots on eBay. He will just buy yeah. box of a hundred tapes, and they all end up being shit. Yeah. Stuff yeah. that doesn't even sell for a penny. I mean, obviously, we've got VHS tapes, but we're, like, going out and finding the things that you can't find right. otherwise. Right. You know, those are the yeah. ones we're trying I, to I'm kind of curious just, what the cover art for Robot Jocks looks like. I it's pretty close to the DVD. Send yeah. us a picture. Actually, yeah. no, it's, I think it's it's almost like that. I think it's Yeah, we got, we got a poster on yeah, the I think the me. title is over the yeah. top. Yeah. Send us a high-resolution picture <laughs> or high-resolution <laughs> scan. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. What else? All right. I guess we got one more email. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, people, Communication. People love us. That's amazing. I want to hear about mm. movies. I love some of uh, These are from our favorite uh, street urchin, Moonpeer. Hey, Moonpeer. Uh, he sent one earlier that just said, uh, being English, Black Exploitation Month should be an inter- entertaining insight into American movie history. As due to my culture and also my lack of exposure to movies as a child, I've never watched any Black Exploitation movies whatsoever. So, yeah. Count him in for looking forward to this. He's going to get schooled. <laughs> he will get completely <laughs> get schooled. Get ready. Yeah. And then uh, the other one he sent is, okay, hey, guys. So let's hit up what is likely to be the hard-hitting debate of today's cast straight away. The Batman movies. Okay, now my remembrance of these movies is probably a good decade old or something. But tell me this. What exactly is the consensus as to why these movies are bad, especially from a cast about bad movies? I'm confused. Um, Why are the in, Batman in, movies in bad? In general, all of them, or specifically which like ones? the original group, the group of four that came out well, in the '80s slash '90s. Okay, I, I think I can sum this up fairly well. As much as I love the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie, there's a lot of things that most people would say this is ridiculous. Number one, you assholes. No, I'm just saying. Like, if I'm you, giving you staring mean eyes right now. <laughs> these are things that I like about it. I'm just going to say, like the whole the the Prince soundtrack, like. That that number one, like that whole thing surrounding mm-hmm. it, you know, like the bat dance and that whole like people turned on that immediately, like fuck this and fuck everything about it. It is not a timeless feature of that movie. No, and then like to insert them so heavily into the movie and like the fucking up the art sequence and the parade mm-hmm. and everything. I think those are the things that people will look back and go, "This is terrible overall." I think that's about all you can say. Like, I mean, I don't think most people would say eighty nine one is flat out bad. It's just like, take those scenes out, and you've got a pretty cohesive, mm-hmm. good, dark movie. And Robert Wool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, really? People hate him, too? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chuck and I are in that camp of, fuck that One guy. of the reasons I love Batman Returns is that Robert Wool is not fucking in it. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. But, but anyway. But they're so all very unique. Yes. In the way they're presented. Yeah. But I mean, that but, one is very, that's the closest one to one of the Nolan ones. I mean, for mm-hmm. the most part, that movie is very straight-faced. Batman is yeah. a badass. These things are happening. Joker's evil. You know, I mean, just saying it's mm-hmm. it's very straight faced Batman. We can debate all day about Batman Returns. I yeah. think we should skip that. I will say right off the bat, what the things that people hate about Batman Forever is that the Two Face doesn't act like Two Face, and Jim Carrey as the Riddler is doing the Joker. That's what most yeah. people will say. Yep. Is that he's over the top. He's being the Joker. He's not being the Riddler. The Riddler's supposed to be clever and. Uh, conniving and not the Riddler's yeah. always supposed to be the yeah. smartest guy in the room right as long as he's not in the room with Batman yeah. man I watched some 60s Batman episodes the other day he's pretty much Frank Gorshin I that's the yeah. thing is most people don't realize that he's yeah. he, doing more of the Frank Gorshin Riddler he than he's and, doing any kind of Joker and that mm-hmm. is he's just 
not I don't want to say batshit, but he is batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Let me just say, coming from a standpoint like, of giggling and leaping around, not having any connection to any of the comics or any of the lore or anything. When I got to the third one, my problem with it was that the the tonal shift was so oh, jarring. Sure. Everything's neon. Well, here's the, not I'm, quite in that one as much as well. Yeah, Batman, Batman and Robin. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that you you change the actor. You change, and so that's jarring to a lot of people who who were really attached to Michael Keaton. Right. Uh, you change the entire tone of the film. You throw Robin in there, who people weren't really well. People hate Robin. A lot of people hate Robin as a character, anyway. Then you throw Chris O'Donnell playing him, and fucking people hate Chris O'Donnell. Right. These are just these are just piling up. That's things still that's, better than Marlon Wayans would have been, who was originally what they. Yeah, were that to that do. would have been interesting, and I'm glad that dude got paid to not be in it. Uh, <laughs> but. I, you know, Williams, really? Yeah, he was supposed to be in Batman, Returns. Be Batman Returns. And Ooh. when they decided to go to not have him in it, and then they decided to have Chris O'Donnell in the next one, they just paid him off. They just bought out his contracts. Like, here's your money. Because didn't they do that with Billy D. Williams too? Yeah, because he thought yeah. he was going to be two faced. Yeah. Um, oh man, Billy D. Williams that would a great been, Batman. I know. Great. That's why he took the role. He was like, I know my yeah, character comes back knew. as two faced at some point. That's why I'm doing this. And then it became Tommy Lee Jones. Yep. But I, I just think the, the the tone is so different. The the it, it became so jokey. Whereas the first two movies, I think there's like one Batman says one one liner in Batman Returns, and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's not jokey at all. Batman is a serious ass kicking motherfucker. Yeah. In the next two, he's going to costume parties that are you know ridiculous costume parties and like charity events dressed as like hello citizens I'm Batman and Robin is here with me and we're gonna donate five million to charity with my Batman credit card and mm-hmm. blah 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 you know it's just dumb yeah. yeah I'm just listening to things about Batman forever specifically Nicole Kidman is very she just like shouldn't even <laughs> she's just, she just like shouldn't even be she's in that there movie. to look hot yeah, Nicole yeah. Kidman very yeah, because they say, needed like, a love interest. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, it's like she literally doesn't even try to act. She plays the January Jones from X Men First Class. Like I'm just here uh, and I'm saying lines. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the big issue I think most fans have with those movies is Batman is not the main character in any of them. Right. I mean, Batman Returns. I'll admit he shows up twice in the first 45 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. So. What does that tell you? Yeah. But I mean, like, number one, people are going to hate Batman forever because you were introducing Robin. A lot of people hate Robin. They mm-hmm. don't think Robin belongs in Batman. Like I said, and then you've got... Um, Batman and Robin is just... Everything about it. They bad. do. They do pull the fucking terrible line, which I'll never forgive them for. Holy rusted metal. Yeah, holy rusted metal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's, why, that is the, the last. The last. Why two. didn't you like that line? Oh, it's fucking terrible. Because it's so forced. It's so like we got to. We got to give in mind that line. Shout out. Uh, I was like, oh, that's yeah, but retarded. I love so, it. So so much people's view is tainted by Batman and Robin being the last one. Yes. And Which, that I it's mean, one of those that's so toxic if, that it seeps back yeah, into the I'm other I'm going to say, like, I mean, I really, see you. <laughs> seriously, like, if I have to get on a, if I have to start explaining why Batman and Robin is a bad movie, I I give up. I mean, if you can't see that, if someone were actually going to start that kind of argument, like I have with returns about Batman and Robin and try to mm-hmm. defend it, I've just I would stop listening to you. I would look yeah. at you, and my ears would clog up even more, <laughs> and I would just kind of All turn right. and walk away. It here's the thing, though. It's so weird. Is that <laughs> it, it, one more th- thing? He's there's got, all, he's got well, more to his email. No, no, no. So you know, no, there's, I know. Yeah. I just one more thing about those four movies is that it, it almost universally everyone. It, it agrees that the second two are dreadful. They just, they just, not just dreadful, but insultingly dreadful. And yet, those things made so much money. 
I mean, there are p- mm-hmm. people were not just going out to see it to see how bad it was. There are people out there who probably adore these movies. And I, I, I remember. I need to watch it again, but I remember liking Forever. Same. The here. way they tell Robin's origin story, as long as you like, don't absolutely hate that character. They they, they tell his origin story the way it's supposed to be told. Mm-hmm. It is it is a well done origin story for him. And when did Batgirl show up? Four. 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 Three, okay. Yeah. Well, that was another. And that they pile fuck, on the they, shit. well they fucked that up too. I mean, well, it's sure. Silverstone. Yeah. The fact that That's no one they fucked it up. The, 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 the problem with that is that the fact that no one knew it was her. Like all she has is the thinnest mask on, and everyone's like, "Well, who are you? Thank you well, for helping yeah. us." I'm like, "Are you serious?" Well, same with Catwoman. <laughs> but she wasn't. You know, she was. No one should have known who she was. In right. That one. The thing is, like, Batgirl's supposed to be commissioned. Whatever. Yeah. And they, she was they, hanging yeah. out with them for like the first hour of the movie, and then she just shows up and has a fight with them, and she looks exactly the same, except for a little yeah, bit of black over her eyes and nipples it's, on the bat suit. Yeah. That showed up in forever. Yeah, there were nipples right. in the bat okay. scene. Whatever. So anyway, moving on, on beyond. Yes, a little more bat crap. <laughs> now, oh boy. <laughs> and <laughs> on to a serious question. Oh, okay. Growing up as I did, a poor tell street. Tell me about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is Batman? My parents were murdered. Can you tell me what character that's similar to? <laughs> All right, I'm starting over. God okay. damn it. And on to a serious question. Okay, growing up as I did, a poor street urchin with my cardboard box and my stolen Wi-Fi and my poor rain-soaked books on the streets of England, I was denied access to movies by my hating parents. No rentals, no cable, and the only ability to watch terrestrial releases while everyone was out of the house and if I could get the remote to work through the window. As such, I've been told recently that my classic movie knowledge is severely lacking. My friend made me watch Rambo First Blood for the first time this past week. And I'm being told off by people <laughs> for not ever seeing Space 2001 and the like. Hmm. 2001 Space Odyssey, I'm assuming, yeah. is what he's oh, talking no. about. Oh, Space 2001. I Space thought it was Martin Lando. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. third season of Space, yeah. 1999. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, during my teens slash 20s, I caught up somewhat enjoying and owning the Alien series and general nerd films, Star Wars, Aliens, etc. Right. While missing a lot still in my knowledge base. So recommend me some movies to stream through my neighbor's letterbox that you consider amazing of the 80s, 90s, and noughties. It's not noughties. Noughties. It's the aughts. 2000s. Damn it. <laughs> Things that should be I watched like by all. Please also point out why each other are wrong and why your opinion is more valid than the other person's. Your vile hatred for each other's opinions keeps me and my cat warm at night when the rain is pattering on my soggy cardboard house. <laughs> P.S. I have seen half of the first Indiana Jones movie, none of the rest. No Space 2001, haven't seen that other film, the sci-fi one that Ridley Scott did with that guy and Rutger Hauer. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and probably countless others I should have. Moonbeer out, sent from my iPhone, sent from my Windows Phone 7, sent from my BlackBerry R wireless device. <laughs> so he has a new hybrid device. Apparently. Oh, um, yes. See... Uh, the first three Indiana. See the Indiana Jones trilogy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. watch them in chronological order, and that way they get better. Yeah. Well, no. No, no. I'm saying like watch them in like movie chronological order. Watch yeah. Temple of Doom. Temple then of watch Doom Raiders first. Lost Ark. Then watch uh, Last Crusade. And if you really wait, want to b- break, wait, it, are you saying Last Crusade is better than Raiders? No. Well, okay. I'm just saying like it, you. That way you start. We with, start with the worst of the. You three. start with the worst, yeah. the least of okay. the three. Yes. The most different of the three. The most different of the three. Sure. Or if you really want to break it up, watch the the River Phoenix part of. 
Temple of Doom first. Yeah. Then watch or, this uh, entire series. First. <laughs> yes. Then watch no. Young Indiana Jones. Right. No, you need to watch Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Sure. One hundred percent. Just, just be, um, just be warned that Blade, the second one is totally Blade different. Runner would be the movie that you're talking about with right. that guy who happens to be Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. And for that, at least watch the director's cut. Don't watch like which straight, one. No, no, no. I'm saying like at least go with the director's cut, not the like straight on video like narrated narration one. If you want to get pure, you can find the final cut. Okay. I'm just saying. I was like, going to say, there's so many goddamn yeah, cuts know, of that There's movie. basically three. Or there's the work brand one, too. Yeah. Watch um, Batman and Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> Those are uh, good. He also needs to see The Thing. Mm-hmm. Wizard I, of The Oz. 1982 version. I would say uh, early Carpenter. You need to see Escape from New York, The Thing, and uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. If you want, if you're into horror, yeah. The Wizard of Oz. We mentioned when we were yeah, if, first yeah. discussing. If somehow, yeah. yeah, if somehow you haven't seen The Wizard of Oz, you it's you owe it to yourself to watch that just for cultural relevancy from the things it's mentioned. Right. In. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Along those lines, I will say Jaws because mm-hmm. so much stuff references Jaws. Everything Jurassic, Mel Brooks, yeah, Jurassic Park. If you haven't yeah. somehow, I mean, I don't know your age, sir. Yeah. So I mean, if you missed Jurassic Park, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Terminator One and Two mm-hmm. for sure. Yep, all the Mel Brooks. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, at least like uh, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. Spaceballs, maybe. Mm-hmm. Definitely Spaceballs. Oh, yeah, life, saying, life stinks. Definitely life stinks. <laughs> I'm trying to be. He's not going to you know, censure sarcasm through the. Sorry, microphone. I don't mean watch life stinks. Okay, I mean don't. He only watch gets life paper stinks. transcripts of these episodes. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the sarcasm <laughs> yeah, doesn't translate. Right. We need someone to put in brackets sarcasm, smarmy jerk face. <laughs> we put that in brackets on everything you say, uh, Chuck. Well, I mean, there are other, there are other good Mel Brooks. I'm not trying to say that's all those are the just the three you probably need to the know. adventures of baron munchausen yeah as a oh. as a brit yeah. like watch watch gilliam films. yeah all the gilliam Twelve movies. monkeys if you watch any of them from gilliam watch 12 monkeys would be my recommendation because yeah. i think that's by far his best one. or start with fisher king because it's the most commercially or no, most wide appeal movie. it's the most accessible accessible there you go it's not yeah and it's it, not yeah. fantasy. And if you haven't seen the three Back to the Future movies, oh, yeah, those are like essentials yeah. as well. Sister Act and Sister Act <laughs> 2. Back in the habit. Uh, the Rocketeer, you should really see. I, come on. Yeah, I mean... Give it up for The Rocketeer. For Jennifer Connelly's tits. No, no, no. That movie... I hated that, the NES video game so much. Sure. Don't play, <laughs> don't play the NES version... Of the, of the, the Rocketeer. Yeah. I know yeah. Mackie's going to roll movie. his eyes and he can fuck off for just a second, but you Ooh. need to watch The Princess Bride. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You can watch it. I mean, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Starship Man, Troopers. It's, it's your dime. Um, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like other, like to me, never ending story. It, absolutely. You probably might have missed that. E.T. E.T. Absolutely. Yes. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I can. Close I, Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, there's Ghostbusters and Gremlins. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Gremlins. Watch Ghostbusters 2 for the kick-ass Ecto 2. Yeah. <laughs> and and Pop, for the walking Papa Statue Brown. of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> and Dancing Goo. Yeah, walking Statue of Liberty with the NES controller. Yeah, the advantage. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so many, you know, we could Yeah, I mean, on. I mean, you got Die Hard, basically the first three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lethal Weapons, at least the first two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lethal Weapon 2 is one of the best sequels ever yeah. in my book. That that movie is right on par with the first one. Yeah, I mean, which it's just very, I, very. Rare. We just don't know your actual Weekend level of like where where does it stop? I mean, yeah. if you like, yeah. you know, are these things like foreign to you? Like, I mean, are you you know, are you are you the alien that has landed on Earth and you've you're looking for the guide to pop culture? Take us to your movies. Yeah, oh yeah, and Pulp Fiction and yeah. Reservoir Dogs <laughs> need yeah. to be watched. Even though Reservoir Dogs is 
kind of a remake of a shut your mouth Chinese film. Shut up. There are like <laughs> every movie is a remake of a Chinese film. Yes. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. None of us speak Chinese. That's right. We will. Right. And that's right. <laughs> There's nobody lives there. All the clinics. <laughs> I think a lot of people live there. No, no, no. no, no they're, not really, they're not really living. Have you Our ever domain been there? is blocked. Have it's you all, ever been there? Maybe it's all propaganda. My brother's been there, but it, all they do is make they did have like all they're there for. Chinese officials. Your yeah. iPhone's from there. That's all you know. <gasps> yep. All they have are robots <laughs> there. Actually, <gasps> I want to go um, to China. Yeah, so yeah I mean, that's, that's yeah, probably a decent. That's a good land of iPhones and robots. I mean, if. If you request specific genres, we'll yeah, yeah. I mean, tell you. There's other things I would say are there. like. So you, we could go back to like Casablanca and the Third Man and just yeah, all sorts of yeah. really old. Don't start stuff, there. Maltese yeah. Falcon. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yep. I mean, there's like there's Kubrick's library. You, things you like as a film person you oh, have to see. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket. Duh. Oh, duh. Well, see, I mean, like, I, first I would even over the second. Yeah, half. I was. I wouldn't even list that among the half to sees of his. I mean, I love now, it. That's the thing about Kubrick to see movies. That's got to be on that. Well, with Kubrick, people have to have some movie base because those movies are tough well he did mention space 2001 so, i mean yeah. that that's not a good one to start with that uh, is but full metal jacket i think is still pretty accessible mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah the yeah. first half yeah, definitely if, is uh, if the second half Kubrick gets films, a little that's probably his most accessible film yeah. I would if you say. or if the you, shining really i mean the shining, yeah, the is, shining pretty, is pretty you know hey yeah. here's a horror movie yeah if you <laughs> if you know, I'm just saying, it's like it's yeah. it's pretty hey, straightforward. If yeah. you know a little bit about the Vietnam War, yeah, you know, if you've had your dad, what's Vietnam? Well, the, the second half goes a little uh, <laughs> surreal. The, mm-hmm. the second half is very surreal, much like our second half. Yes, <laughs> the second half is this of, real life? Yeah, compared to compared to the first half too. I mean, the first half is almost very commercial in yeah. comparison to the second half. The second well, half, the does first half get, is all quotable lines. And oh just, yeah, the 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 first half is where almost all internet memes come from. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of full metal jacket memes on yeah, the internet, and there's but good stuff in the second half, but yeah. it just, it doesn't, my word is, it doesn't have anyone like me. Love you long time. Arlie army grabbing you and shaking. Yeah. You. Yeah. Me love. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the most yeah. memorable thing from the second part. Right. So anyway, anyway that's that. that you like, got a good list there. Enough, talked enough tonight. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I can send you like... We have to have satiated the masses by now. I, I yeah, can send you... I'll go back to my old list satiated of like top 100 movies of all time. And I'll send you that. So yeah. pick something mm. on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right. Let's wrap this bitch up. Yeah, okay. contact info. Yeah. All right. So email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Check us out at the website, bmfcast.com. No surprise there. Um, check us out on the Twitters at twitter.com slash bmfcast on the facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast also check us out on stitcher which is a mobile app for all of your relevant mobile devices it will stream our beautiful voices into your ear holes through the nets and check us out on itunes you can search for a bad movie fiends podcast or bmfcast but be careful um (laughs) you can subscribe there and rate and review we really like to be rated and reviewed it makes us feel good and last but not least like uh like some of your friends tonight, you can give us a call on the most important object in existence, which is the Garfield phone. Give us a ring at nine one zero five jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. If you don't do letters to numbers, get with it. Righto. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. Good idea. Good. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out.
not have anyone bands cast on you. 